You cannot be a Christian without being a peacemaker. How to be used by God in this great mission of pacification? So this is the series, Blessed. Let's pray, dear Heavenly Father, help us to understand how to be peacemakers in this world of hate and wars. So change our heart in order to join you in this great mission, everything we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. My dear friends, God wants to rebuild relationships and also to restore peace between heaven and earth. Just like you, I also want to live in peace. But first, we have to be pure, according to Jesus Christ. So blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. So to be pure means to be transparent before God and the others. Just a few verses later in this chapter, Five, we can see all you need to say is simply yes or no. Anything beyond this comes from the evil one. And also, Philippians 4, 8 says, Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent and praiseworthy, think about those things. And in the Psalms also says that beautiful are the feet of those ones who bring and preach the good news. So this is a journey, a chronological journey, step by step in order to become a follower of Jesus. And this step is to be pure, to act and live in life with integrity, to be honest to be transparent before God and before others. And all these results in the last two Beatitudes, blessings. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. What should I do to be a peacemaker? The work of pacification is tied to the work of salvation that God does. God is a peacemaker between heaven and earth. This work Paul calls reconciliation. In 2 Corinthians chapter 5 from verse 18 to 19 says, All this is from God, who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation, that God was reconciling the world to himself in Christ not counting people's sins against them. And he has committed to us the message of reconciliation. So this is our mission, my dear brothers and sisters. I become a peacemaker when I join God and his work of reconciliation by bringing others to reconcile with heaven and with each other. And I'm considered a child of God when I reconcile, because God does it. Where there is reconciliation, there is peace. And to understand this ministry of reconciliation, we also need to understand what is salvation. What does salvation mean to you? You can think many different things, 
And the theology has also beautiful ways to explain salvation. For example, salvation is the righteousness of Jesus Christ imputed to the human being who believes and through faith receives the merits of Christ. And through these merits, he initiates the process of sanctification, which is the appropriation of the righteousness of Christ towards glorification. It's beautiful words. Did you understand? Probably we will need to spend hours in order to understand each one of those words. But Jesus does not theorize, but explain through a story. Let me try in a different way. There was a man who had two sons. The younger one said to his father, Father, give me my share of the estate. So he divided his property between them. Now, I'm sure all of you can clearly see that I'm talking about the prodigal son parable. So how do you remember this story from 2,000 years ago and not a paragraph a minute ago? That's interesting. Jesus explains salvation through a story. And the story continues. Not longer after that, the younger son got together all he had, set off for a distant country in there, squandered his wealth and in willed living. After he had spent everything, there was a severe famine in that whole country and he began to be in need. So he went and hired himself out to a citizen of the country who sent him to his fields to feed pigs. He longed to fill his stomach with the pots of the pigs were eaten, but no one gave him anything. So this story starts with the disrespect of the prodigal son. Only after his father's death could he receive inheritance? The son's concerns was with the property, not with his father. The inheritance should be all with the older son. Inheritance should be used to keep the father in the old age. The parable reveals that God does not violate our will. He offers room for our choices, even knowing that what we want is often Precisely what destroys us. Freedom is the fantasy of millions in the pursuit of the unknown without realizing that humans do not have any eye to be found. We only have an eye to be developed. The young man in the parable had decided to live independently, to go his, on his own way in search of happiness and emancipation. Before Freud's and Nietzsche's ideas about the great propelling forces in the lives of people, Blaise Pascal concluded that the most important factor behind human decisions is the pursuit of happiness. Fortune inherited was consumed in wine, women, and sons. My dear friends, the world treats us according to what we can offer. Only God treats us according to what we are, his sons and daughters. So his final stage in the distant country suggests a complete apostasy of his identity. 
which appears disfigured and forgotten. The story continues. When he came to his senses, he said, How many of my father's hired servants have food to spare? And I am here, I'm starving to death. I will set out and go back to my father and say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired servants. So he got up, went to his father. But while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and was filled with compassion for him. He ran to his son threw his arms around him and kissed him. The son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, Quick, bring the best robe and put it on, and put it on him. But put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. Bring the fattened calf and kill it. Let's have a feast and celebrate, for this son was mine, was dead, and it's alive again. He was lost and is found. So they began to celebrate. My dear friends, all abandonment of God is an act of insanity. Everyone who seeks to be happy away from God is outside of himself and creates precarious substitutes. Such a search is a form of dementia, since the distant country can never be our home. The basis of his return initiatives, the memories of the Father. There is no harder place to return than where we fail. The places of our failures are cruel places. The implication is extraordinary. Here is a father who not only wants to receive the child, but waits for him. We must remember that in the East, an old man should not run publicly. This act was considered inappropriate and unworthy. But the father ignores the culture. The father holds the boy and presses him against his chest preventing him from failing to his knees, a position of subservience. He does not even allow his son to complete the speech he has prepared. The son's confession and request for returning are suffocated by the same father's kindness that awakened them. The father wants to make sure that he is the first in the village to meet his son to protect him from the criticism and hostile and judgmental attitudes of others from faces that do not express any attitude of welcome. The father does not want to risk his son being discouraged by mockery or scorn and ends up giving up. My friends, as important as reformation, transformation, and repentance, they are not the basis by which we are accepted by God, but the result. In other words, it's the divine acceptance that causes repentance, not the other way around. And then here, Jesus could finish 
the story. We have a happy ending. But the second part of this parable will be in the next sermon. But here we can see, blessed are the peacemakers because they work with God in this mission of reconciliation. They will be called children of God. If love is not able to change someone, nothing else in the entire universe will be able to do. So the Father rendered good to evil. His love made His Son came to His senses and returned to His house. Do you consider yourself a Christian? Then act with kindness, act with mercy, offer love to hate, be a peacemaker. Let's pray the Heavenly Father. Help us to understand that salvation is nothing to do with what we do, but salvation is absolutely everything to what you have done. Please help us change our hearts to join you in this mission of reconciliation, to be peacemakers everywhere we go, everything we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. And remember, this gospel of the kingdom will be preached for the whole world as a testimony to all nations, and then the end will come.